The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official copy of the Dallas Cowboys. Welcome in to the SWBC studios at the Star in Frisco. We've got Isaiah Stanback mm-hmm. pounding his chest because it That's is right. Say It With Your Chest Friday. Hopefully you guys had the bass turned up in your car. Mm. Mm. I'm sure they don't, and I'm glad they He's like, I don't even know. I don't want to. I don't want to make a, a comparison. Then we got Patrick No C Walker over here wearing the Friday the Thirteenth. I Absolutely. see you. Absolutely. I figured Spooky I put Friday. On, right. I figured out. Um, I put on my Jonathan Hankins hat mm. on Halloween. Yeah. Ooh. Jonathan Voorhees is what I'm calling him. Okay. Doesn't need to be fast or quick. But you, you better not get in this path. Mm. Get out the way. Get out the way. Move. Move your hiney. <laughs> you got the the Muhammad Ali drip yeah, rocking too. You know, I like I'm, that. One. I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling. We saying it with our chest today. We yeah. coming out. You know, Ali style. Float like a butterfly. Sting, sting like, like a bee, bee, sir. We got Chris Beam in the back. Speaking of bee, Beamer in the back. It. Nice transition. That nah, was, uh, was a little Beamer. rough. I didn't hit it. Worked. Anything. It worked. It worked. Nah, I think I, I tried. I mean, to get you didn't there. stick the landing, but no. you didn't face plan either. I, I at least like took off for a yeah. little bit, but yeah. then I didn't stick it. You didn't yeah, read the ran right. face first. You didn't read the brake perfectly, but no. you didn't hit it right every time. Yeah, you <laughs> you got it within putting distance. You got it on the green. Oh, thank goodness. That's yeah. that's better than my actual <laughs> yeah, golf you game. Got it on, so. You got it in the green. How's everybody doing? Everybody good? Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isaiah, you're dressed up real nice this yeah, morning for a Friday. Going to a lunch in today. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Ooh, fancy. Are you the keynote speaker? Oh, you not. fancy, huh? I'm disappointed in that actually. So anybody needs keynote speakers, I'll let your boy. <laughs> you fancy, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Siri. Oh, that's, 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 there that's is that, something that's you can Apple help with. Stuff right no, there. That's See? not me. That's that is. You. It's on your watch. It's on your watch. Oh. oh okay. okay. Hey, she's listening. Good job, Siri. She's Siri's, Siri's in on the conversation. I'm like, I'm holding my phone. She's not talking through my phone. She was upset I didn't introduce her with the rest of the crack oh. cast and crew. Uh, that was funny because both me and Isaiah looked at you and you were like, what are y'all looking at me right. for? That ain't me. And we're like, we're looking at your watch. I thought it was you because, you know, this nah. green bubble guy over here, we knew it was. Oh, we're talking good. about colors. Now you see that? Good. You see that? I colors. thought we were further along in that. Colors. The iPhone tries to make you see colors. colors. You see that, Kyle? Colors. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, the green bubbles in, in the text. He, went, he went full in living yeah, color. Yeah, exactly. He went full in living color. <laughs> we'll see the triangulation of the postulation. <laughs> Apple wants you to look at the color of the text message. You see that? <laughs> 
<laughs> Isaiah is that guy in our friend group. He is the guy is that turns that guy. all Absolutely. Love of it. So the green That's or right. all of the messages green. That's right. Don't send a so picture through group text because nope. the quality is going to be trash. Awful. Because you know, in order to send a picture over to a uh, Android type phone, your the quality needs to be upgraded. Mm. And unfortunately, it's <sighs> usually downgraded. So. If you say so, for Mister One of Four. That's right. Da, 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 two of That's four. Right. That's right. Mm. That's right. <laughs> That's how your texts come through. Yeah. <laughs> One of four. Two of four. Isaiah liked uh, this, or right. Isaiah disliked right. we this. We don't have that. We don't have that. No, we do. No, we I do. know. No, no. Yeah, why so why do you have to you like and it? dislike somebody's text? I mean, why would you ever do that? It's actually it's, great. It's confirmation that we've seen it, but may not have anything yeah. to say in response. Uh, I turn off the red receipts. So I don't like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I don't do read receipts. You know no, what we need confirmation of, though? You know what we need uh, What's confirmation? That? How about some news and notes around Bam! the Dallas Cowboys? WWRD. <laughs> RD. Well, what would Rob do? First of all, what would Rob do? Mm. News and notes. Um, as far as the injury report, there were no changes as far as Ezekiel Elliott, Noah Brown, and Malik Hooker. Those three uh, were still DNP as far as did not participate in Thursday's practice as they're dealing with their respective injuries. I will say that uh, Ezekiel Elliott looked to have made some progress. Number one, he was working on the resistant bands, resistant cords with uh, trainer Brett Brown. But he also jogged out to the field while wearing a smile on his face and his his normal walk did not have a noticeable limp. There was a very minor one. Okay. Um, but looks like some some progress has been made there as far as uh, the eyeball test goes for Ezekiel Elliott. So keep an eye on that. Still looks like he's going to be a late week decision. Uh, two additions to the injury report, uh, and also keep an eye on Noah Brown as well because, like I said, he was DMP. That's his second DMP this week. He's a key player on offense. You know, is it Jalen Tolbert's season against the Bears? We'll find out here soon. Uh, but Michael Parsons and Sam Williams were both added to the injury report. Michael was limited, uh, and it, Sam Williams did not participate with a knee injury. No real concern, um, if any at all, for Michael Parsons. He's going to play, period, uh, and I doubt that he'll look slowed in any capacity whatsoever. Cowboys uh, are being just precautionary, just making sure that they don't overexert him, especially with the bye week on the other side of this. Sam Williams, on the other hand, that one – him being a did not participate, and it's because of a knee injury. So coming off of a uh, breakout game against the Lions, two sacks, forced fumble, fumble recovery, you want to see more of Sam Williams? Uh, question mark on if we are going to see more on Sam Williams before Green Bay, though. So today's going to be a, a big day to help determine if Sam Williams can go on Sunday against the uh, Bears. There's a lot of questions around the Cowboys and their – opportunities to go out and possibly get a receiver to add to this offense as the trade deadline yeah. is now coming upon us. Um, there's a lot of people asking about the the status of one James Washington. Is there anything that you can give the people on that, or is it just kind of just hanging? It, it's it, There are no changes from my most recent update, which would have been a week, a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Um, spoke with James specifically, and he, he said and reaffirmed that physically – he is 100%. He is making all of the cuts, um, and he said that there was one particular time where he made a full-speed cut, and he kind of got nervous for a second, the mental aspect of it, and he said he came out of it feeling perfectly fine. So when it comes to James Washington, it is that final hurdle that Mike McCarthy continues to speak about, which is just the mental block, just trying to not – as a former athlete, you can understand – trying not to get out there and start overcompensating because when you play afraid – like you're afraid to hurt yourself – 
that's when you do what? You hurt oh, yourself. You hurt something else. You hurt something too. else, right. So uh, physically, James Washington says he is 100%. He's wow. just working on getting back to mentally feeling like James Washington. The exact same thing Michael Gallup had to do. So, yeah. uh, But they haven't started his 21-day window just yet. So uh, until they do that, he's kind of in that Take what he said in, in purgatory at the moment. <laughs> yeah, he told me, and this was a couple weeks ago, so I don't know if this will happen, but he, he when we were talking, he said bye week. It was after the bye week is what he was looking to start. And he was talking about playing. So if they were going to start the 21-day window for after the bye week, they probably already already. would have started. Now, they can activate him at any point, and he can be active at any point in that 21 21 days. No. Correct. So they could activate him in the bye week and let him practice a little bit and maybe use that as an opportunity to kind of work back into the fold. But how much would that turn the needle for you, Isaiah? Because – I, you even had a little bit of a look when when, when uh, Patrick saying Jalen Tolbert season, Maybe and, and if, because if Noah Brown can't, go. he hasn't really done anything yet. And and James Washington coming back into the fold does that help you fill out your receiving core enough to where you wouldn't have to go get somebody prior to the Tuesday trade deadline? If James Washington is in fact one hundred percent, okay, and he is over, he's able to overcome that mental hurdle that I'm very familiar with coming off of a foot injury because it, mm-hmm. it is real. Um, when you have a foot injury and you're expected to run full speed and plant and turn, it kind of gets on you a little bit mentally. So yeah. if he's able to overcome that and be the guy that he's been in, in recent years, I am more than confident that this offense has all the ammo that they need to get back to what they did last year. Mm. I, I could agree with that. I could agree with that. Uh, I said it. A hundred times I'll say it again. I was really high on James Washington coming out of OK State. I really was. And I don't think he was utilized correctly uh, in Pittsburgh. Again, it was a young guy being asked to make an aging uh, Ben Roethlisberger look great. Uh, Keeping in mind, there were also other wide receiver talents up there as well. So he was buried on the depth chart. Now he's going to be buried here if you – assume that CeeDee Lamb will hit his stride, Michael Gallup will get his stride, and Noah Brown doesn't have a game like he had on uh, Sunday, and everybody's entitled to a bad game. Um, But that's not where Noah Brown's been trending. He's been Mm -hmm. trending to continue to be a a big contributor for the offense. Well, that puts James Washington at WR4, which means you're not going to get a ton of snaps, which means you need to be highly effective in the snaps that you do get. Um, But that said, I believe he can be. But he hasn't had training camp because he was lost in first week of training yeah. camp. He was trying to find his legs in training camp as far as getting acclimated to Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott's timing in the system. So when he comes back, we talk about tempering expectations. Yeah, he's going to need some time. He's quite literally never played in this offense. He had only three or four days of training camp in this offense. Yeah, and he's rusty. And only one in pads. And, and one in pads. <laughs> so he's going to have to acclimate his levels to this. So he has to get through level one, which is basically the training camp phase, which then kind of moves into the preseason phase. Mm. You might not see prime James Washington until you get to the back end of the season close to the playoffs. But I tell you what, that's when you want to get hot anyway. So if the the offense is clicking at that point, and then James Washington by that point, mid-December, late December, finds his groove in this offense, then absolutely you you could be talking about uh, an offense that could – if not match serve with the defense, they can most certainly uh, threaten some opposing defenses, put it that way. There was a uh, a storyline that kind of emerged yesterday. It was a little under the radar. I don't know how people are, are really taking it at the moment, but it gets the juices turning a little bit. You're talking about 
acquiring a wide receiver mm-hmm. at the trade deadline. I know where you're going. There's one out there that could <laughs> sign, too. There's one out there that could sign. And Michael Irvin yesterday on our partner station, 105.3 The Fan, That's where you're going. said that Odell Beckham Jr. would love to be a Cowboy. That was what Mike said. So, you don't look interested. Are you interested? I'm not. Why not? I you have the cap room to do a, a move like that. You have the cap room to go and get a guy like that, especially if he's going to take a little bit of a pay cut because he wants to be on a winning team. I don't think those who are in charge of this offense are capable of – or I don't want to mm. say they're capable. I'll, I'll say I don't think they're willing. He was headed right yeah, down that path. Yeah, and then yeah, – yeah, he he almost turned. hit that fence, yeah. and then he turned. It was a yield a sign, bit. not a stop sign. It was a yield. Uh, <laughs> I don't believe that they are willing, nor do they have the the patience to deal with a personality type as of Odell Beckham. I can mm. see that. I'm not. It's not to say that he's he can obviously if he's healthy he can contribute. He's a beast, right? He's one of the best in the league when sure. healthy. Not a problem there. And I think you get him on a favorable favorable deal. All those things, right? Would he help you on offense? Absolutely. All those things. However, when he doesn't get his way, he's not one to be quiet about it. And this organization historically has gotten rid of anybody who verbally voices their opinions mm-hmm. on things, whether offense or defense. They just don't allow you to hang around. So this organization, I don't think, is willing to handle a personality of that. And I don't think that the offense of Kellen Moore nor McCarthy have – the patience to deal with somebody who is that demanding offense on the offense side of the ball. I, I agree, uh, and this was the same reason why um, when he was with the Giants and th- things started to fall apart in New York, and people were like, "Oh, well, go trade for him, go get him, go get him." I was like, "The personalities just don't match. They yeah. just don't match," uh, and that's it's the same guys, the same personality. And this is not to take away from his skill set because he obviously he's one of the more talented wide receivers in the league when he's healthy but then in that same breath you got to look at the fact that he's dealt with some major several major injuries Mm -hmm. this is his second torn acl if i'm not mistaken Mm -hmm. it is over the past two or three seasons so you don't know how much you're going to get from him anyway now you don't necessarily need a ton if your top three are doing their job but then guess what if the top three are doing their job and obj is on the roster and that means he's wr4 Maybe James Washington starts to hit his prime in December, so now he's battling with James Washington. That's a very vocal OBJ at that point. He's yeah, like, you're well, playing one. You're playing. Right. You're paying a wide receiver one money to a guy that is going to be your wide receiver. That's going four. to be buried they're, on the depth chart. They're I, not going to put anybody in position to challenge CD Lamb. Let's just be real. What, they just got rid of Amari Cooper so that CD so Lamb CD can step could, up. So be, you know the the, the the we just we're seeing this everywhere, right? The Raiders just got rid of freaking Big John, right? Because they have younger guys that they want to flourish so this is why robert quinn got traded absolutely same thing there you're seeing it over and over again so this organization is not going to uh you know make it more difficult they're not going to throw wood chips on the soil of a cd lamb to Mm -hmm. make to make it harder for him to sprout up out the ground you know what i mean like and and or possibly create a locker room issue in the process you got to be wary of that and uh so 
I'm of the mindset that OBJ does ultimately return to Los Angeles. They have some things to figure out out there, but they're back at 500. They're three and three. There were some people that said, "Hey, no see, what about Kansas City?" That was that would have been a good look, but guess what? They just traded for Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Um, now that's not to say that they don't double down and pick uh, pick up OBJ in free agency because you're not giving up anything other than money to do so. You're not giving up draft picks, so it's still possible. But again, I'm of the mindset he goes back to LA. He's out there. He's comfortable. He's he's on the sideline for almost every game in LA. Hint, hint, hint. He's having, you know, backdoor conversations with uh, Sean McVay and that organization. So they've got the inside track to OBJ. Um, but if you're asking me, gun in my head, sign OBJ, I, I don't see the fit n- neither personality-wise nor schematically. He's just going to end up being upset because he's not going to be one or two or three. Maybe three, but he'd have to, you know, fight Noah Brown for three. But... You know, I, don't I, see I completely agree with you guys, which I'm very disappointed in. I wanted some, dis- <laughs> I wanted some discussion. Wanted some I, yeah, I wanted some debate, and uh, but I do, I agree. I'm, I'm right there with you because you really look at, you look at OBJ as a guy who could come in and play really well. That's the that's the risk you're willing to take. That's what you're trying to get to. You want him to come in and provide production, but there's the 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 fit aspect in the locker room, which I'm not saying he's a locker room problem. I just no, don't think no. he's a fit in this specific Correct. locker room. He's going to go to wherever he's going to go, and he's going to be just fine. He just won a Super Bowl in L.A. for because crying out loud fit because he was a great fit. He's not a bad fit in any locker room. However, from a receiving standpoint, he's how different is he from CeeDee Lamb? Not by a whole lot, at least in skill set, right? He can at least stretch the field a little bit more, maybe well, a little bit more just, vertical. He's, he's just more proven. I mean, that's all. And he'll give you. He'll but give scheme you wise, right. he gives you the same. Does underneath. he give you anything different? He gives you the same underneath as CD does. Yeah, and, and you know, that's kind of exactly where I'm at. I mean, and then look at the, we talk about the ramp up period for James Washington. OBJ, he, he'll ramp up a little bit quickly because he's been through this before and, and yeah. he's a veteran in the league uh, with more years under his belt than James Washington. So that'll help him. Um, expedite his ramp up but the ramp up still exists he's, he's coming he's off just, a torn ACL he's not coming here again my whole thing is <laughs> my whole thing is keep Isaiah's it. done with the conversation yeah, let's move on all yeah. right we're going to break sorry everybody Isaiah <laughs> wants to go to break he's he's throwing a fit he's being a diva today because he's dressed nicely on say it with your chest Friday all right when we come back here on talking Cowboys we'll give us or give you our matchups to watch and we'll talk about what the Cowboys can do to get to six and two against the Chicago Bears when we return right after this When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. <laughs> Back here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company, the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. It's say with your chest Friday here on the show, and of course that is... Oh yeah, that's my black rifle. Black rifle right in a there. black cup today. I see yeah, what you did it's there, Kyle. A little Kyle. bit different. Yeah, okay. I see what you did With there. A hint of Miller Lite. Oh yeah, always. Uh, come celebrate. This is really cool, by the way. <laughs> always. always. Oh, not very nice, Ooh, Beamer. Beamer. Uh, come celebrate Emmett Smith's 20th anniversary of his record-breaking run at the next and final stop of Cowboys Collections on tour. Come hang out at Grapevine Mills Mall Saturday. October 29th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Customized new Emmett Smith hats, plus the rare Dallas Cowboy archives and original artwork. We'll see you there. So, again, that's coming up on Saturday. So tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. And Grapevine Mills, if you were up here in the Dallas area. Back here with Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, Chris Beam. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's give our matchups to watch. And we, of course... We've got plenty to talk about matchups wise. Mm-hmm. If you want to give me more than one, you could certainly do that because we've got plenty of time here. We're going to talk it over. By the way, if you want to be a call, uh, caller on our fan pick'em segment, give us a call right now. 888-855-2297. You may be sitting there for a little bit, but Chris Beam's going to answer the phone. Bring that hot fire. 888-855-2297. Isaiah, let's get someone new out here. Yeah, let's okay, get somebody new. We're not going to do B in Toledo, Ohio. Or Let's get Rob like P that. from Frisco. Yeah, or Dallas. We need, we need, we need, Rob, we need Dallas, Robert from Frisco. Yeah, Rob P from Frisco. Rob P from Frisco. We know you're listening, Robert. Oh, he's always listening. All right, Isaiah, give me your matchups to watch. What's going on in your mind for this matchup with the Bears? I'm looking at the receivers, Kyle. I think in Dallas receivers versus secondary of the good old the Bears. Bears. Um, Bears. Not a lot of big names. But they play collectively well. This is the fifth ranked team in terms of takeaways mm-hmm. collectively, and they're the third ranked team in terms of pass defense. So 
regardless of the fact that, you know, they have one big name back there in Brisker, their their rookie safety who's a complete dog, don't throw it up his way because he'll take it literally one-handed <laughs> um, like he did last week. But these guys just play well together, and it's, it's kind of scary when you play teams like that because you want to be able to point out and say, oh, yeah, you got to watch out for this guy. Or, oh, yeah, you got to watch out for these two players here. These guys are really good, and they do this really well. But when you can't really p- point that out, and these guys are sitting at the top three of what they do, it's like, all right, a little mm-hmm. something to these cats now. you know. And I think a team that plays collectively well together is much more – of a threat than a team that has a couple, you know, one or two highlight players. So definitely a challenge for our receiver group as these guys are trying to get things figured out. They haven't been dominant all year long. I don't care what your emotions are in regards to that. The Dallas Cowboys receivers have not been dominant. This offense has not been dominant passing-wise. They've been at the bottom of the league to date. Mm -hmm. There's a lot to prove on that side, and they still are trying to get Dak ramped up. They had to pull him back last week. Because he got a little happy Gilmore out there, okay? Mm-hmm. He admitted it. Kellen Moore got 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 got, got his pow pow spanked by Coach McCarthy. Okay, okay. The so I think that they're gonna try it again, right? They're gonna Kellen Moore is gonna say, okay, how about now, Coach? Can I can I go try it again this time? And you just have to be careful because again, between the team being really good on their pass defense and really good in takeaways, it sounds like a Dallas Cowboys team from last year. Mm. Mm. Very well played. I I can't get away from and, and to your point there are you know several matchups that we could circle but I can't get away from Michael Parsons versus Justin Fields I just I can't shake it um, because this this goes to between those two young men this goes to bragging <laughs> rights not just the victory just not just a win loss all I heard in my head was DMX get him dog <laughs> right uh, rest in peace to the great yeah. um, but Michael Parsons and Justin Fields, they have um, a personal relationship, a positive personal relationship off the field. They share the same agent. Um, But I think if you know anything about Michael Parsons, anytime there's an added level of competition to it, he, he, he kicks it up to match that level of competition. So obviously he, the lion is on the hunt for a win for the Cowboys. Add to that, it'll be Justin Fields on the opposite side of the ball. Mm-hmm. A friend of his, and they have these friendly competitions. He said the other day that they race often, and when he was asked who's faster, is he faster than Justin Fields, he was like, yeah, no question. It's not even close. He knows this. Go ask him. This is Michael Parsons telling you, they have, hey, they have a positive relationship, but B, you might be my friend and all, but I'm really trying to end you when it's trying when you know when it's time to get the the guns out. So um, Michael Parsons' speed, Justin Fields' speed, those two win, and it, it seems inevitable when they meet in the open field. Can Justin get away from the line? Mm. And even if he does catch the edge, can he get distance on the line? We saw what the line can do when he chases you from behind. We've seen what he can do when he squares you up. So that's going to be a fantastic matchup. Uh, and obviously, you could throw in someone like Donovan Wilson as well. Donovan is going to be asked to kind of drop down and help contain Justin Fields. So that's another matchup to watch that kind of pivots on the Justin Fields item. But for me, Micah Parsons, Justin Fields, and oh, by the way, let's sprinkle in a little OSU-PSU rivalry as well. Because again, there are levels to this, and that's another level. So bragging rights, the, the bad blood as far as Penn State versus OSU, personal relationship, same agent, it's you don't need any more fuel for the lion, but here you got go. all the flakes. On so got all, all yeah, you want to add some more to it? <laughs> some, I've got some more some for it. What you got? This I've got some, some more bananas, flakes to this. So you know? yes, yeah. not only were they the, a part of the same draft class, okay. 
not only were they coming from the same conference and two rivals that were really good when both of those teams played each other. Keep I mean, bing. Justin Fields, as, as a junior, played against Micah Parsons, or I guess he was a sophomore, okay. played against Micah Parsons in Parsons' final year playing for Penn State. But then, of course, Parsons Set took up. a year off. Fields did not. So they've always had that connection. Okay. Prior to the NFL draft, they were working out together. Oh. It was in a small group of about five draftees, and mm. they were five elite draftees. Mm. It was them two. Uh, I know Kyle Pitts was a part of that group. Yep. There was, I want to say there were two more guys that were a part of that. And they would work out day in, day out to get okay. ready for the NFL draft. And it was Fields and Parsons that were right in the midst of that conversation. Then it even gets deeper when you get to draft day. And the Cowboys are sitting at pick number 10, right? Mm -hmm. They just had both of those corners come off the board. They had J.C. Horn picked by the Carolina Panthers. Then they had Pat Mm -hmm. Sertan taken at 9 by the Denver Broncos. And they're sitting at 10, and they're saying, oh, my gosh, what do we do? Guess who was the first team to call (laughs) to try and trade for that number 10 overall pick? Give it to them. It wasn't the Philadelphia Eagles. Give it to them. It was the Chicago Bears. What? The Bears called the Cowboys, and they were trying to trade up. But they didn't want to go higher than a fourth-round pick, or I think at the time it was a maybe a fifth-round pick, something like that. Yeah. They were they were trying to get up and take that tenth spot because they wanted to jump in front of New York, and they wanted to take Justin Fields. Instead, the Cowboys took a better offer, a third-round pick that ultimately ended up being Chauncey Golston from Philadelphia. Basically, the the phone was answered. Chicago took it, or <laughs> Chicago was on that other line. They hung up the phone, picked it back up, and it was Philadelphia. So Chicago did everything they could to try and take that 10th pick from the Cowboys. Well, what did they do? Instead, the Cowboys take a a step back. They go to 12. And then come back up. And then here comes Chicago on the phone with New York. Can we trade for your number 11 pick? New York says yes. Gets, I think, a fourth rounder involved in there. And then the, the, the Bears take Justin Fields. The Cowboys are sitting at pick number 12, and they take Micah Parsons. So they're jointed at the, the hip because of the competitiveness in college. The, the workout leading up to the draft, they were drafted in simultaneous picks that almost ended up being the same pick, yep. and now they're playing each other again, and, and they're, they're the going to continue agent. to grow as well. Same age, and they've just got all these connections and all these different flakes to the crust. That's the matchup for me. That really, is, really fun. agent is not hurting. No. <laughs> he's doing <laughs> he's well. Got, he's got two guys that he's are going to be well. in the league for quite some 3%? time. 3%? Well. Call me, I can get you two snaps. For sure. <laughs> that's all you I can need. Get you two snaps. That's all you get, but that's all you need. Right. All right, mine is going to be, and since we haven't talked about the ground game at all, it's going to be the running backs versus this front seven for the Cowboys. And specifically in the front seven, I'm going to put a lot of pressure on the defensive tackles mm-hmm. because right in the middle, you got to muddy that up. And then also, with who? The guys right behind it. Uh, I'm not going to say Hankins initially, I think he'll play. I think he'll be active just based off of my own inclinations. How many plays? Twelve. Oh, wow. Twelve plays. Why the ramp up? Well, he only played like fifteen snaps in the last two weeks. He didn't play a whole lot in his last two games. So maybe there that maybe that's why. I don't think he plays forty five snaps. Yeah, no. He's not gonna be in there at all. But I'd I'd give him fifteen. Match it from last week. Give him twenty. Yeah. Mm, you get into the big two up. I'd give him fifteen and see how, how things are going. If things 20. are going well, then don't pull him. I'm getting him twenty. Yeah. As far as rotation-wise, I mean, obviously he wasn't going to play 100% of the snaps anyway. I mean, who, who does on that defensive line whose name <laughs> is DeMarcus camp, Lawrence? He angel on the Michael shoulder. Parsons. He's been active in the NFL this year. Devil on the other Five shoulder. seven games. Put him in the game. Play him. Cannonball? Keep him it safe. In. I mean, play honestly, what, what do you have to tell him? Hey, you have A gap or you have B gap. You're a 1J, you're a you know, zero, right. you're a three. Like, right. That's it. 
That's all he needs. He does. It's not like you have to learn a whole new defense. They're simply just telling him what oh. shade. He can walk in that huddle on game day, not having practice at all this week, yeah. and they can get, they can break the huddle. Mike calls a play, and he turns to whoever it is that's next to him and say, hey, what gap it got? Yeah. And they mm-hmm. tell him. And he's like, okay, is. cool. And yeah. that's all he has to do. That's it. Go get him, big boy. That's it. Go get him, There's not boy. a lot for him to learn. We got a hankering for some hankins. Ooh, okay. Mr. Hanky. We got hankering. No. <laughs> no. I, th- that, I think that one is. Swing and a miss. I'm out on that yeah, one. Yeah. No. 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 Whiff. But I'll say, since you asked the question, you said who who would it be? I would say probably a combination of what we've seen previously. Osa Digizua, Neville Gallimore, Quentin Bohanna, Tristan Hill, and then Jonathan Hankins in the middle there, too. Ah, Those well, are my guys. Mr. Hank. You, you're hankering for some hankings. Hankering okay. for some hankings. Let's make t-shirts. I like it. We've, we've got a lot of t-shirt sayings that so could be on this spit, show. So it needs we, to happen. We spit hot fire. Dude, there's a store that opened up next to my facility. I can't say the store because I don't think they're sponsored. Probably not. They they sell sewing machines. Mm-hmm. Did you, I mean, not sewing, but uh, embroidery machines. Do you know how expensive these things are? I could imagine. That, that's big business. Hey, what would you think? Know. Like the most expensive one in the store. What would you guess? Well, this, this Two grand. Okay. Uh, this isn't my lane. Um, uh, twenty thousand. Ooh, okay, Beamer, coming in hot. Five racks. It's like a new car. Eighteen racks. Wow, Beamer was close. Was close. Wow, great and job, Beam. And the lady said, "Oh, I have one at my house that's fifty thousand. What? Embroidering machines? Because they're lasers. Some of them are lasers. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Just put on cups and stuff. How many and, quilts and this, are you selling? Uh, Anyways, I know this is way off topic, but that was just random. That topic. Was way this. off topic. Sorry. Hey, you want to hear something that's on topic? What's I'll, up? I looked up um, the client list for Parsons agent. You want to know his top four clients? Absolutely. Deshaun Watson, Jalen Ramsey, oh, he did the Michael Watson Thomas. Video. And Derwin James oh, did all those. Oh, so he is man. not struggling. He is worth, oh. uh, Forbes puts him at $46 I bet million. I he has dollars. an embroidery machine. Yeah. But he does. He's got an embroidery. 50000 He's got the 50K one. Yeah. Yeah. 3%, 3% of all those contracts. Here you go. Buda Baker. Um, we've got uh, Kyle's favorite tight end. Pitts. Pitts. Yeah. J.C. Horn. I mean, this guy's this got them guy all. This guy's doing well. Yeah, Fields, Isaiah Simmons. Listen, he, he almost just wrecked that whole draft class. Like he just I, uh, almost took the whole twenty-one draft class. He's got Jordan Love. <laughs> yep, there you go. Um, gets two snaps. There you go. <laughs> DeAndre Swift. He's actually got uh, Malik Hooker. So oh, there you go. There you go. Whoa, nice hey. little connection there. Added there battle. Very interesting. Somebody we, um, we most definitely hope to see on the field against the Bears. Yes, great point. Great point. Um, so I didn't get to finish my matchup because we could. St- Started talking about sewing machines. Thank you, Isaiah. Appreciate <laughs> and you, agents. buddy. And agents, apparently. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you can't let David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert no, run all can. over you. you so, uh, not only the defensive tackles, but I'll go into linebackers, too. I think Anthony Barr and Leighton Vander Esch. They need, I, I want to see some downhill push mm-hmm. from those guys. I want to see them reading the ball quickly. I want to see them making that first step, that first cut, making that move and making a play. Because, Isaiah, we've seen it on multiple occasions where they get washed off or they get just a little a little bit antsy. I think Leighton Vander Esch is having a good season. Not a great season. Yeah. Not a bad season. Much I think he's having a good would. season. Yeah. That's a great point. Much better than a lot of people perceive we'll it. Give him credit for. Anthony Barr, I still I still haven't seen the Anthony Barr that we signed. That's my biggest concern right now is we still haven't seen Anthony Barr in a Cowboys uniform the same way that he was in Minnesota. I think we saw him in Los Angeles. You think so? That I think, game? I think we saw him in Los Angeles. He did Angeles. play well in that game. Yeah, I think we for saw him sure. in Los Angeles. Okay. 
Isaiah, why are you making that face? Because I thought I said that a long time ago, Kyle. Did you? You looked at me crazy a long time ago. I have never looked at you crazy. No, there's no way. <laughs> Especially not on that one. I'm looking forward to seeing the Young Buck challenge these guys. You need people to push you in order for you to step out your comfort zone. When you get out your comfort zone, you find out whether you're going to step up or you're going to step down. That's what Damone Clark is about to do to Vanderesh. That's what mm-hmm. he's about to do to Anthony Barr. You're either going to elevate these guys' game or you're going to take their spot. One or two Even to his fellow former LSU teammate, Jabril Cox. Jabril Cox, yeah. We haven't heard much, heard much of him Everybody, this year. The whole tide's going to have to rise with the Yeah, so I love, I love competition. So I know that name hasn't been brought up because he's still ramping up and all that jazz, but look oh, for guys yeah look for guys to have to elevate their game so those guys that you're like oh we you know they're doing okay they're going to do better than okay cuz you have a hungry you know little, little lion cub that's coming right behind them. Facts. And I, and I got something to say with my chest about the Bears' run offense, but I'll save it for after the break. Boom. Oh, you want to save you. it? I'll save it Look for at you with okay. the tease, huh? I like it. <laughs> Patrick with the tease. Give us a call. Be a part of our pickup segment, 888-855-2297. I've got some Such a standings updates, and uh, one of us in this room is not going to be a happy camper with the standings updates. Dun, dun, dun. When we come back right after this on Talking Cowboys. Back to Talking Cowboys. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com slash homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America NA Equal Housing Lender Credit and Collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. 
Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it, forget it, and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Back to Talking Cowboys. Boys, it is Say It With Your Chest Friday here from the Star in Frisco. Be sure to head to AT&T Stadium tomorrow to experience Rally Day presented by SeatGeek. Get ready to cheer on your Dallas Cowboys with tours of AT&T Stadium, ticket giveaways, games, inflatables, and a whole lot more. Visit attstadium.com slash rallydays for tickets and more information. There you go. You can go get to the anniversary of the collections tour, and then you go from Grapevine Mills. Yep. You go all the way over to AT&T Stadium. You can come here to the Star and take a tour. There's so many things you can do tomorrow. Including watch college football. I guess. No Stokes. doubt about that. Uh, I'll be on the National Juco Game of the Week, by the hey. way. Hey! So, little selfless plug. There a little ESPN go. action for me tomorrow. Should be a fun one. Uh, let's update the standings, shall we? Uh-oh. All right. Uh-oh. Here we go. Oh, real quick, real quick, real yeah, quick. Yeah, real quick, real, real, real quick. Can we get to DraftKings Yes, Draft Kings we can. Uh, let's do DraftKings. Sorry, I forgot about that. Here's our DraftKings Play for free for over a million dollars with deposit picks this week. These are under the radar guys. Dak Prescott, sixty six hundred. Tony Pollard, sixty one hundred. How about Jake Ferguson replacing Dalton Schultz? He's at twenty seven hundred. He looks like a bargain right there. Then the Cowboys defense. They're only costing four grand against this Bears offense. He's Isaiah, out. what are you thinking? You know what I'm thinking. I'm going right there to the Jake Ferguson, baby. I'm going to the Fergie-licious because Dak Prescott loves tight ends. And his number one tight end right now is banged up. I don't care that he threw it to him five times. I don't care that he caught it five times. Mm -hmm. That kneecap is not right. Mm -hmm. So he's going to go to the next best guy, and Mm -hmm. that is Mr. Jake Ferguson. Get your money worth right there. $2,700. That's a discount. Double check for you right there. Get it while getting this. Good, Chief. You know what? I tried to – get some versatility and get away from choosing the Cowboys on the DraftKings. And I have over the past couple of weeks, but I'm going back to them. I'm going back to the Cowboys for four grand. And mm. I know they're going against uh, a rushing defense that is very prolific in the Chicago Bears. But here's where here's where I say it with my chest. Okay. Say I it. think I think the Cowboys, with the addition of Jonathan Hankins and the added levels of competition mm. that exists between Michael Parsons mm. and Justin Fields, I think the Cowboys hold the Chicago Bears to under 100 yards on the ground in this game. And because they do that, and I don't believe Justin Fields can win this game with his arm, with the lack of talent. Talk Mooney, uh, Equinemius, St. Brown. So yeah, Cowboys defense four grand. I think they uh, they go 
crazy mm. this weekend. You didn't bring in my boy Dante Pettis, though, man. What's I didn't that? bring him nope. Pettis. Didn't bring him in he, there. He had some rushing yards. He had like 29 yeah, yards okay. rushing. He's, he's, he's rushing. He's, he's a quick guy. He's, he's yeah. pretty quick. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to try and match the energy that you guys both brought to the segment because I love it. But uh, I am going to br- match the craziness. Oh. oh, Give me Dak Prescott at 6,600. Oh. that secondary. And I think Dak oh. is going to just throw all over the Bears You're in this ball game. You're now, Kyle. Mm. I think I can make up with it later on in DraftKings. I think I can make it happen. But give me Dak Prescott to change things up a little bit here on the show. Once again, play for free for over a million dollars on DraftKings.com. All right. Let's now update the standings. Thank you, Beamer, for the reminder on that one. We need to get that in to pay the bills. Uh, we've got Isaiah taking things up at the top. He That's went, right. He went 5-1 and one last week. In your face. <laughs> <laughs> Big time win for Isaiah. He is 22-11 and 11 overall. Massive. Sitting just two games back in second place is our very own Patrick No C. Walker. What? Here I is. No, here I'm he closing is. that window, brother. Uh, no, sir. No, ain't no Debo creeping in here. Yeah, uh-huh. no, sir. You that breath on the back of your neck? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Patrick also went 5-1 and one last Dang. week. He copied all my picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fans Here are in third is. place. They are one game back from Patrick at 19-14. Oh, no. They went 3-3 three and three last oh. week, even 3-3 three and three with our boy uh, Bobby from West Dallas, oh. a.k.a. Heckma Harrison. <laughs> you want a hug? Yeah, I would love one because uh, I'm one game under 500. i I'm not defending my title with any kind of uh, – any kind of tenacity at no, this point. No. Sixteen and seventeen. Mm. I did go four and two last week, though. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to make a comeback. But I, I didn't make season. up any ground. I just made up ground on like five hundred level. I lost season. the game Listen, to you guys last week. So right week. now you're kind of Brady Rogers in this thing out. You it's know, a great way to put yeah, it. Champion, I'm totally okay if I'm compared to those two. Tiptoeing on your marble mm. floors. Mm. All right, we've got Steve in Mississippi representing the fans this week. Steve, how's it going? Welcome to Talking Cowboys. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? What's, What's up, Steve? Steve? Tell them about the gun line, Steve, boss. How do you how do you spell out <laughs> Mississippi? When somebody says how do you spell Mississippi, how do you express that to them? Oh, it's it's uh, it's it's M dotted letter humpback uh, crooked letter crooked letter dotted there it letter is. humpback humpback I. Yeah, there that's what is. I'm talking about. Steve from that's Mi- what I'm talking Listen, about. And when you say Mississippi, you got to cut out one of the syllables, so it's Mississippi. Oh, you got to right. Mississippi. It's Mississippi. Mississippi. There it Mississippi. is. Southern right. boy, the Southern boys. Mississippi. So the next time that I go to Mississippi, Mississippi. I will <laughs> say it like that. I'm not going to say it with the, the no, correct. No, that's how they know you're outsider. No, it's Mississippi. Yeah, start start. Vegas, start Vegas in particular now. So I'm, I'm home of where Dak came Talk from. So okay, be proud, Hail State. Oh, I was about to say, are you a fan? But there you go, Hail State. There you go from Mississippi State down there in Starkville. I've always wanted to make a trip out there. So if, do if it, we do, do that. It I'm, uh, I got a cowbell for you. There you hey. go. I would love that. That sounds like a lot of fun. All right, we're going to start things off with the Broncos and the Jags. This is the 930 game across the pond out in London. Uh, long fret plane ride for Russell Wilson and company. He may be working <laughs> out in the aisles. High knees on the air. doing so. Uh, Steve, who you got in that one? Don't trust the Broncos. Got to take the Jags. Give me the Jags in this one. Isaiah. 
Never trust a quarterback who leaves the Seahawks. Going with the <laughs> going with the Jags. Okay. Um, Jags nearly defeated the New York Giants. I think they're better than their record indicates. And I just don't trust a guy who does high knees on the airplane. I'm going with the Jags. <laughs> what was this video? Well, it, it's not a video. It was it, he said it. He said he was working out for three hours and doing high knees in the airline while wow, players are trying to mm-hmm. sleep. Yeah, so uh, I think that extra work pays off for Russell Wilson. <laughs> Stop that. Uh, <laughs> give me the Brock. Broncos in London uh, to take down the Jags. I do agree with you, though. I think the record is better. I mean, the team is better than the record shows for the Jags. I think they're just right on the edge there. there. they got to close out some games, though, for me to give them some love. Cardinals on the road against the Vikings. Cardinals struggling a little bit here, but they do have DeAndre Hopkins back and healthy as he made his return last week. Isaiah, who you got? One more time. The Cardinals at the Vikings. Oh, Vikings. Okay. I'm going to take Minnesota here, too. Yeah. Until I see Minnesota stumble, particularly at home, I'm going with Minnesota. Yeah. Steve. Clean sweep. I got the Vikings. I think Dalvin Cook goes off in this game. Ooh, there you go. Like uh, Raiders at the Saints. Give me the Raiders on the road at the Superdome to get it done. I believe Andy Dalton. Oh, no, I don't know who's starting in that game because I've seen both Andy, Andy and Winston. Daring lies to So, uh, yeah, give me, give me the Raiders. I don't know who's starting in that game. <laughs> so, all right. Patrick, I don't think they know who's starting that game. I don't Give me think the so Raiders. I'm going with the red rifle, baby. Ooh, you think he's starting and he wins. I know he's starting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I just Steve. Want another, another meme. Yeah, I've been back and forth in this one. I think, I, I think Dalton gets a start. The, the, I just can't. I don't know with the Saints. Being being at home, um, i got to take them because they're tough at home. But Jacob's yes, tough. I, I think I'm going with the Saints on this one. That's right. Nice. I like it. Com- Commanders in the Colts at Lucas Oil oh, Stadium. Man. Patrick. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? Uh, I'm, I'm willing to potentially take an L on this just because I really don't like that organization. Give me the Colts to figure out how to get it done with Sam. Sam Ellinger. Sam's going to hook him. Uh, yeah, give me the Colts in this one, too. Give me Indy. Who you got? Command them to beat the Colts. <laughs> <That's what> I, <laughs> yeah, no, y'all tripping. Uh, I appreciate okay. y'all tripping, though. Yeah, you going to take that game? Absolutely. Okay. What you got? Scoop Steve. Steve? I, I'm taking the Colts in this one again. This is a home, Good. A home team battle here, so I got the Colts. Oh, there you are on a loan on an island. It's We're about okay, to pick man. up a I'm game, Rocky, sir. Out in seat. I'll be on this. Yeah, island. you're gonna be just dying on that island <laughs> too. Hell, I die. This one, I've gone. I've looked at this game all morning long, and I've gone back and forth on it. The 49ers on the road against the Rams. Mm. You talk about two teams that just have not figured it out, but certainly have the talent to figure it out at some point. Mm. But they just haven't done so yet. Mm. 49ers at the Rams. Steve, we'll start with you. Yeah, I got I got the Niners here. I, I just mm. think I think they travel well in this game. I, that defense. Uh, I got some guy, key guys back with Bosa. Um, I just think they're too much for the Rams. Pat, I agree. I think the 49ers can do defensively what the Cowboys can do. So they go in and uh, handle the Rams that way. I got the Niners. IRS. C Mac Debo. Brandon Ayuk, Wilson Jr. Yes, 49ers. I got to make up some ground here. Oh, you're crazy. Give me the Rams, baby. (laughs) Coming off a bye week, Sean McVay's had two weeks to scheme up with San Francisco, a team that he knows quite well. Because McCaffrey's just got there. Yeah, give me McCaffrey. I mean, give me a McVay. McVay and the Rams. I'm saying McVay and the Rams. It's the Rams. It's the Rams. It's the Rams. Rams. slip. Uh, All right. Yeah, maybe. One, two, three, four, five. All right. That means our sixth one. 
The Bears at the Cowboys. Can the Cowboys win their second straight against the NFC North? Can they go into the bye week at 6-2 and two and slow down the Chicago Bears' number one rushing attack in the NFL? Steve, we'll start with you. All right, guys. Look, I got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take some predictions here. Uh, make some predictions here. I think number number nine gets a TD this week. Finally, uh, Dak's gonna get a TD, and we're gonna get a defensive touchdown. I got the. I got the Cowboys 31, Bears 16, and it's a late Ooh. score for the Bears. Now, I like it. Delicious. Saying it with your chest, Steve. Open thanks for wristband. calling in. Thanks for listening. As always, you're one of our favorite callers already. Just thanks, because guys. of the Love way the you show. spell it Love out. Thanks for calling in. Man. Thank Shout you so much. Appreciate you, Steve. Mississippi. No, Mississippi. Let's go. Mississippi. Let's go, Let's go Cowboys. There you go. There you go. Steve from Mississippi uh, here on Talking Cowboys. Let's go with Patrick first. Oh, no C. Let's do it. We're, we're going to um, – I'm going to – like I said, said it with my chest earlier, I think the Cowboys hold the rushing attack, the multi-headed rushing attack of the Bears to less than 100 yards. Uh, two defenses have done it this season. One – the 49ers that we were just talking about, that's a pretty good defense, yeah. The Vikings also achieved it, held them to under 80 yards, so it's most certainly doable, and the Cowboys have both the blueprint and the personnel to do it, and now they have Jonathan Hankins. So give me Cowboys to get this one 27-10. to 10. I think Justin okay. Fields runs one in, and but I think that's all they get outside of a field goal. Other than that, the Cowboys get a 17-point victory going into the bye week, getting ready for Aaron Rodgers. I, I've got a gut feeling, guys. Uh oh. Okay, come on. With your chest. I've got a gut feeling. With your chest. And I'm not even going to pull a Lee Corso here and say, "Oh my gosh, there's one way the Bears are just so good on the ground." I've got a gut feeling in a good way. Mm-hmm. This isn't the bubble guts. Okay. This is the this is the anxious this is guts. Not the yeah. Black Rifle Miller Light. No, this is this is just straight Black Rifle. Straight baby. Oh, that's okay. This is just getting just gritty, gritty. Which brew? Just gunpowder in the in the coffee. <laughs> Everybody's going to look at me crazy, and I love that. For this specific, you're gonna take. say a forty burger, aren't you? I think, I think it's the first one. I think he's going. I knew he was going. I think it's the first forty Kyle burger of the season. The 40 I'm going burger. to Whataburger down the street, and I'm yeah. ordering a forty burger. And if they do so, I'm bringing everybody Whataburger on Monday, baby. I'm bringing Isaiah Whataburger. I'm bringing Pat Whataburger. I'll get you a hash brown, eggs, Thank whatever you, you want, uh, and then I'll get I'll get a Whataburger for Beamer in the back too. We'll all enjoy well, it. Thanks for that. Yeah, we'll all enjoy it. Even Jazz in the back. I'll I'm get her a burger. If the Cowboys win it like that, I think it's 41-13 Cowboys. Just a straight beat down. And as one Spice Adams said on this podcast, after the cameras were off, (laughs) the Bears are going to get thrashed. (laughs) Snitching. Thrashed. Uh, All right. um, If I'm a Cowboy and I'm on my horse and I'm going through the woods and I know that there's some bears around, I'm probably going to have a bear gun. And if I ever got ran up on by a bear, I'm going I'm to I'm take that, that bear gun out mm-hmm. and I'm going to hit that son that son Joker. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> Miss I'm, Sipstyle. Miss Sipstyle. So, I'm going to hit that Joker and I'm going to beat the Bears 21 to 17. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people anticipate. We went from National Geographic in our Pick'em segments to the History Channel or AMC, whatever you wanted revenue. to talk about. We yeah, the full straight, straight Leo to Caprio. Full I love it. And I I'm, like I'm ready it. for my patty melt. Oh, you can't spell patty melt without Pat, so let's go. Hey, there you go. That does it for us here on Talking Cowboys this week. Hope you had some fun with us over the last five days. We'll be back with you on Monday to break it down. What happens on Sunday at noon? Kickoff on Fox, the Cowboys, and the Chicago Bears. And then we'll have the bye week to go into. We'll switch up the shows on Tuesday and Wednesday, so you'll get some new faces on this show as well. 
been a whole lot of fun, gentlemen, this Shizzle. week. We'll yes, be back indeed. on Monday. For Chris Beam, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long from the star in Frisco. Thanks for watching Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!